Blog Talk Radio. And when we get someone ready, when we pour into someone's life, what they do actually is also credited to us. Welcome to The Best Is Yet To Come with Pastor Brad Morgan. Are you a leader? Are you a follower of a leader? There is one thing for sure. God is working in the lives of all believers. Pastor Brad continues his speaking in a message entitled, New Mantles. Well, it's good being with you today. This is Pastor Brad Morgan. About a week ago, I was praying, and the Lord spoke to me. Uh, It was on a Sunday morning. I was in the prayer room at church. He spoke to me the word, new mantles, new mantles. And uh, I began to share on this uh, last week. And I wanted to continue this message on new mantles. We were looking at 2 Kings chapter 2. And we were looking at Elijah when Elijah was getting ready to die. And uh, Elisha was right there with him. He had served him for seven or eight years. And, And one of the ways that the Lord releases a new mantle is through association, serving someone else. Now, that's not the only way, because we know Elijah showed up on the scene, and and we don't know anything about his background. So God has different processes that he takes different people through, but he's he's taken Elisha. Elisha's going to serve Elijah in this passage in 2 Kings chapter 2 we see the the principle of the generational blessing you know there's been a lot of teaching on the generational curse but I believe God in this hour in this season doesn't want to release the generational curse Uh, there is a generational curse there are curses that are passed down from generation to generation but I believe God wants to establish the generational blessing. And he said he'd turn the hearts of the fathers, Malachi 4, the hearts of the fathers back to the sons and uh, the hearts of the sons back to the father, lest I come and smite the land with a curse. So we know that God is raising up fathers and also mothers, but God is raising up a, a new breed. Uh, the Lord spoke this to me several years ago that he was raising up a new breed of leadership in the earth. They are going to need a mentors. I was watching a a man of God. I didn't even know who he was, but he was preaching, and James Robinson had walked over to him and laid his hands on him. James Robinson's a powerful evangelist. After he got done preaching, and, and he just laid his hands on him and 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 and, and I, I believe James Robinson also knelt. The Lord, right when that happened, the Lord said, "I'm again. I'm raising up a new generation of." And first, He told me preachers, and first He told me male preachers. But I know it's not just limited to male. But He but He told me with this new generation, He said they're going to need fathers, and they're going to need mothers. And so I told the Lord, "Okay, I'll." I sh- I'll show up for that. And so Elisha had been serving Elijah. Elijah, God pointed out Elisha to Elijah after the rain had come, after he'd had 
uh, Jezebel say, hey, I'm going to take you out. I'm going to take take your life. And uh, he ran from Jezebel, and he, he said he was ready to die, but God wasn't ready for him to die. God was ready for him to live. And I want to tell you something today. When the enemy sends his hardest attack, God is not ready to die. God is not ready for you to die. God is not God is ready for you to live. And God is ready not for you to be taken out, but God is ready for you to be taken in. And Elijah in 1 Kings 19, he began to wrap his face in in the mantle. And even when he, he said, you know, this is just too much and I'm tired of all this, I'm tired of all the warfare, I'm tired of all the struggle. But when God spoke to him, God spoke to him in a still small voice. And I believe God spoke to him out of such such love. And he, he also corrected him, but he spoke to him out of great love. And I believe that great love just melted Elijah's heart. And it was at that moment that that he began to tell him that he would anoint Elisha. He would do some other things that he didn't even do. But that tells me something. When we get someone ready, when we pour into someone's life, what they do actually is also credited to us. And so Elijah, again, is getting ready to die. Second Kings chapter 2, I'm going to start in verse 4. Then Elijah said to him, Elisha, stay here, please. For the Lord has sent me on to Jericho, but as he said, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they came to Jericho. And I want to tell you something, a quality that is so important is that quality of loyalty. Because if you serve any person, if you serve any leader, sooner or later you're going to find out that they're flawed, that they're not perfect. And so what do you do when you find that out? But Elisha said, no, I'm, I'm not leaving you. Then Elisha said to him, stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me on to the Jordan. But he said, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So the two of them went on and 50 men of the sons of the prophets went and stood facing them at a distance while the two of them stood by the Jordan. And I want to tell you something. When God gets ready to promote you, when God gets ready to elevate you, there's people that are watching. But look, they were watching at a distance. They were watching at a distance. A very interesting two groups of the sons of the prophets. They knew what was going to happen, but they didn't know what to do with what was going to happen. See, it's not enough just to be able to spot the problem. God wants to show us what to do in the midst of the situation. Now Elijah took his mantle and rolled it up and struck the water and it was divided this way and that so that the two of them crossed over on dry ground. And this was normal stuff for Elijah to do. To, to do that, no big deal. And so it was when they had crossed over that Elijah said to Elisha. Now that, boy, that is very interesting. When they had crossed over and you know, when you've crossed over, when you've went through a seasons of testings, and uh, the scripture says in Psalm 75 that promotion doesn't come from the south, the east, or the west. I used to quote that verse, promotion doesn't come from the north, the south, the east, or the west. But then the Lord told me, you know, you might, you should read that verse. And so I went back and read the verse. And as I read the verse, 
something struck me that uh, the word north wasn't in there. And I so I wondered, Lord, why is north not in there? Even asked the Lord, and, and he didn't answer me. And so I was sitting in a meeting at our church, and a man of God came, and he began to talk about the north and how the north was trials, was problems. And promotion comes as you are able to solve your present problems, as God gives you wisdom to solve your present problems. Psalms 41 says, They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall run and not be weary. But then the second part says, They shall walk and not faint. So it says we'll be like the eagles, and the eagles' turbulence causes the eagles to fly higher. And it says we'll walk and not faint. And I've discovered in life that you're not always running. You're not always running. You're not always being blessed so so much that you're running. But there are seasons of that, and I believe we're entering into a season of acceleration. But God says, I'll also give you the grace to walk and not faint. In other words, other people will be fallen. Other people will quit, but you won't quit because the hand of the Lord is upon you. So promotion comes from the north as we're able to solve a set of problems. You know, it says John the Baptist was in the wilderness until the day of his public revealing. See, there comes a day, there comes a season when God publicly reveals you, when God publicly reveals you to to people, and when God broadens your stage. And so he said when they had crossed over that Elijah said to Elisha, ask what may I do for you before I'm taken away from you? Elisha said, please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. So he said, you have asked a hard thing. Uh, Boy, that, that is something. You know, sometimes we ask things that are so easy that, that we don't even hardly need God to get involved to do it. But he told him, You've asked something hard. You've asked something difficult. Nevertheless, if you see me when I am taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. Now, this was not saying that I know some people have preached this, that he had to be watching him so close that he didn't miss him going. No, that's not what he was saying. He was saying If you continue your loyalty to me and your loyalty to the anointing that's on my life, as you see me go, when you go, something from me is going to come upon you. Glory to God. When you go, when you leave, something from from me is going to go onto you. Then it happened as they continued on in talk that suddenly, and this is what God does. Sometimes God does a suddenly, but I read something just recently that was a wonderful quote, and it said, many of God's suddenlies come after a long period of things that aren't suddenly, of of just staying with things, of being faithful, of being willing to be faithful in small things, and being willing to bloom where you are planted. And God said, if you're willing to do that, 
then suddenly, something suddenly will happen on your life and you'll be in a completely different season. There's people listening to me that that you have positioned yourself for a suddenly and something's going to come on your life that you're going to be in a completely new season that you've never walked in before. Suddenly a chariot of fire appeared with the horses of fire and separated the two of them and Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. There's a separation. There's a separation that's taken place. And now Elijah is no longer there. Elisha cannot talk to him. Elisha cannot ask him questions. Elisha cannot run things uh, by him. Elisha cannot pour out his soul, pour out his struggles to him because Elijah is gone. When he saw it, he cried out and he said, my father, my father. Look at that, that relationship. He knew who Elijah was. He knew Elijah was his dad. And and he said, the chariot of Israel and its horsemen. So he saw him no more and he took hold of his own clothes and tore them into two pieces. It's very interesting. This was a repentance, but some of the repentance some repentance God takes us through is when we we lay down, when we choose to lay down what we've walked in from a previous season to embrace what God has for us in a new season. He saw him no more. He also took up the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and went back and stood by the bank of the Jordan. Then he took the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and struck the water and said, where is the Lord God of Elijah? He's going to find out. He's going to find out if he really passed the test. And when he also had struck the water, it was divided this way and that. And Elisha crossed over. Elisha crossed over. Elisha crossed over into a new season that he never walked in before. And now Elisha is going to be the one that the buck stops with him. And I shared last week about Rosa Parks and how Rosa Parks shared, no, I'm not called to be at the back of the bus, but in fact, the civil rights leader, in fact, I am called to be at the front of the bus. There's people listening to me and God's not called you to be a follower. Now, every leader has to be a good follower, but your season of just being a follower is over and you're not going to be a follower, but God is going to promote you to the front of the bus, and there's going to be people that are going to follow you. There's going to be people that are going to look to you, and there's going to be a dependence. There's going to be a dependence on God, and even as you cross over, there will be a, a knocking out of props, because God knocks out props when he brings you into a new season. I want to tell you today, get ready for new mantles. Get ready for new mantles. Well, this was Pastor Brad Morgan. It was good being with you today. I hope you enjoyed the message. I would like to encourage you 
to visit our website at newlifebeginningschurch.com. That's newlifebeginningschurch.com. There's a secure site there where you can sow into this ministry. If you would like to sow by mail, our address is New Life Beginnings Church, P.O. Box 203, Patterson, Texas, 77466. If you do not have a church home, I want to invite you to come visit ours. Our Sunday service is at 1030. The church address is 5609 FM 359 North, Brookshire, Texas, 77423. We offer child care for the four-year-olds and younger. We also offer children's church for the the five-year-olds up to fifth grade twice a month. On Wednesday nights, we reach out to the kids in the Brookshire Patterson area. We have service and classes that start at 7 p.m. If you have prayer requests or would like to speak with us, our church phone number is 281-802-8094. You can contact me by email at bmorgan542 at gmail.com. That's bmorgan542 at gmail.com. This program is sponsored by New Life Beginnings Church. And again, this is Pastor Brad Morgan, and I would like to remind you the best is yet to come. We love you, and thanks for listening.